voices. We hear them every day. Some voices, like mine, are smooth and comforting. While, on the other hand, the Chad and Cheese podcast is like listening to a Nickelback album. You'd rather stab yourself in the ears with an ice pick. Anyway, you're now listening to Voices, a podcast series from Chad and Cheese that features the most important and influential voices within the recruitment industry. Try not to fuck it up, boys. Get ready to have a whole new appreciation for Taco Bell. On this episode, our journey with Our Work CEO and founder Rakeem Morris continues, taking us into his stint at an Ivy League school while working through the gauntlet of demanding hourly jobs. It was a journey that would pay off, however, landing him an opportunity at one of the most prestigious companies in Silicon Valley. Enjoy. It's a must listen. So I eventually went to community college for a year. And then at the same time, I applied to uh, Cornell. Like literally what I did was I pulled up a spreadsheet of the top ranked business schools. I just sorted it from one to whatever. And then it was, I think it was, I think it was like three or four. It was in New York. I was like, this is close enough. This is the highest freaking school I could think about possibly going to. Um, and uh, I applied and uh, I got a letter back uh, that said that I wasn't accepted right away. And then I had to go to another school uh, for a year to get either, I can't remember, it's either three eight or three five uh, at another school. And I was going to be automatically accepted. And so um, I went to SUNY Albany and then also community college courses. And then I got it's like a three, nine something. Uh, and I was able to transfer automatically to Cornell. Uh, well, I finished up my education there. Did you work through college? Obviously, Ivy League schools yeah. aren't cheap. Did you get scholarships? <laughs> How did that work out? Yeah, that's it. I had to work all the way throughout college and I've paid for every single penny of my wow. education. Uh, and this is you. before... Thank you very much. This is before these schools, these Ivy League schools had this whole thing where if your family earns less than $60,000, they give it to you for free. Yeah. I, that like happened as soon as I graduated from undergrad after I'm working. Go figure. Listen tight, tight, right? <laughs> the, the timing, uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's like some retroactive program that someone can uh, hear and, and <laughs> pay me that back. I'm kidding. Uh, but, um, you know, it was the case that um, when I dropped out of high school, uh, 14, nearly 15 years old, I began working hourly jobs right away. Uh, over the course of the nine years after I dropped out of high school, I had about 13 hourly jobs. What, did, was there a range? Were they all like the same kind? Did, I mean, tell me about those jobs. You know, these are mostly wage earning. Actually, they were all um, you know, jobs that you're earning money by the hour, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, wage jobs. Uh, and they were primarily in restaurants and food. So I've worked... It must be it must be four or five different industries. Um, so my very very first job uh, was at Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I, I remember having such a great time. There you go. <laughs> that came up in the beginning, um, <laughs> and uh, I I actually I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, I still remember the weights for some of the. Uh, products there. Are you as glad that the Mexican pizza is back as I am? Actually, I am. Yes. You know what? The fun fact for me, at least, is that the Mexican pizza was the very first thing I had at Taco Bell. And it's because I was in the break room. I had worked there for about four or five months. Uh-huh. They say, hey, we messed up in this Mexican pizza. Uh, do you want it? I'm like, oh, I've never ate Taco Bell before. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you were there four or five months and you had never had Taco Bell? Oh, my God. There's no way in hell Cheeseman could have waited four to five minutes. No, that, he <laughs> that would have been a requirement for me to take the job. <laughs> 
Well, it's funny. Back in the day, like Taco Bell for me was like exotic food. <laughs> like I never. It still is. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I've never had Mexican food before. Uh, <laughs> it's, I was like almost like concerned to have it uh, when I was 15 years old working at Taco Bell. But uh, you know, by the way, I think a Mexican pizza is 10.8 ounces. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's right. So we'll uh, fact check that. Um, but I have all these weights of foods that I still remember to this day. So uh, <laughs> a hard taco is 2.9 ounces. Uh, soft taco is 3.6 ounces. Uh, quesadilla, I'm pretty sure, is 10.9 or 11.9. Uh, did you get credentialing for that? Because you should. Uh, actually, you know what? I did um, become a trainer at Taco Bell during my time there. And so that's probably one of the other reasons why I remember these weights so well. Um, uh, and so that's my very first job. Uh, and then, you know, I probably worked uh, about three or so waiting jobs, just waiting tables, which is mm-hmm. I, such a fascinating. You like learned so much about people doing that. I was a dialysis technician. I worked at FedEx. I worked at Kinko's, was a temp worker for a company called Libre Ready. Um, it's called People Ready Now. Um, that was a fascinating week that I had there moving appliances across the warehouse. <laughs> uh, it was okay. It was a week, and I remember why I quit that job. And it's because uh, you're paid daily as a temp worker. You show up at this place. This like it looks like a like a rundown like shopping like out plaza. Uh, you go to this place. You wait outside in the morning. It's like six o'clock. Um, they, find, they tell you what your job is the day of you work it, and they give you a check at the end of the day. And there's these check cashing things inside of the place. And then I was getting maybe 20 or 30 bucks for really hard manual labor. And I realized at the time it was just something I couldn't do sustainably. Uh, but that, yeah, that job. And uh, every time I think about it, there's like another job that like pops up. I'm like, oh yeah, I did that one too. <laughs> uh, so it was probably more than 13. Uh, I just can't remember them all. So how did how did that actually shape where you were going to go in the future? Because you're going to school, you're paying yeah. for school, yeah. and I, I would assume you're like, I don't want to do this. You know, I can't say that it had a strong influence in the type of job I, I chose afterward. I just knew that I wanted to not have to work on my feet anymore. Uh, and, you know, well, yeah, when you're on the line for about 10, you know, they're working at double, 15, 16 hours, yeah. even at... 17, 18, when you're young, you know, your joints are healthy. That hurts. Uh, like your ankles are in pain. It's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't walk another, uh, 10 feet. Uh, and so I I suppose the way they influenced my decision was that I got to get a job. I'm sitting down, uh, (laughs) at least some part of the day. And that's the strongest influence it had. Did you go from Carnell to Google or was there a bridge between that? Yeah, uh, there was a bridge there. I, yeah, I worked at uh, General Electric. Uh, that was my oh, yeah. very first okay. job. I did the financial management program, uh, which trained me very well, surprisingly, uh, for the job that I have today. It's it's a genuine shock uh, how helpful it is that I went through that program because you work that job and they also have the training part of it. And it's like a class. Uh, it's uh, three or four credits. Was that still the like the Jack Welch culture, exactly. or were you? Did you kind of miss out on that? I think I missed out mostly on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he may have been the CEO when I was an intern, but when I was uh, full time, he wasn't. I mean, his shadow was still there after he left, wouldn't you say? Exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, yeah. Culture is a, uh, something that's very hard to yeah change in the company. And did they pull you out of Cornell? Did you want to work for them? Like, how did that connection happen? You know what? I have a very, actually, really 
fascinating story about that that I'm almost concerned about like legal issues <laughs> to say this. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll try well, to be lawyers like lawyers don't listen to our show. It's okay. Yeah, okay, very good. Then I'll take everything now. Um, <laughs> I got so I worked my internship at GE. I remember the head of HR told me if I didn't graduate in that current semester in the fall semester, they weren't going to give me the full time job. They would look at my resume. The reason why they said that is because they looked at my resume. I had 150 credits on my res- uh, on my transcript. Rather, 150 credits is a lot of credits to have as an undergrad. What they didn't take into account was that I dropped out of high school, and so when I went to community college, it was all remedial classes. So I have all these credits, but 30. I don't know how many credits. It was a lot of credits that were all remedial. They saw the transcript. They thought, all right, we want our our, our classes to start in January for this new, uh, this FMP program. Let's put some pressure on this guy to graduate school this semester instead of taking the entire year. The thing is, I had 24 credits uh, that I needed to take to graduate with the requirements that I needed, but I also really wanted and needed that job. And so what I did in my last semester of school is I worked two jobs and I took 23 credits. Uh, at oh. And by the way, it was my best performing semester. I got a three nine one uh, doing that. And also in that semester, uh, my car didn't start with the key. You had to jump my car every single time to start it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I probably jumped my car at least a hundred times, <laughs> working two hourly jobs and taking twenty three credits at Cornell of all places. Powered by Taco Bell, by the way, kids. <laughs> An hour and a half sleep every night. Yes. Literally in my last semester in school, and this is not an exaggeration, I stayed up every single Sunday night, uh, all nighter, every single Sunday night. You didn't have a choice at that point, did you? I was just working. And by the way, this is like before I even knew like things like Adderall work. Like that would have made things (laughs) much easier. Uh, (laughs) uh, I was just on caffeine and five-hour energies. (laughs) Who needs Adderall when you have chalupas? It's... (laughs) Chalupa puts you to sleep. You kidding me? It would put you to sleep. <laughs> and by the way, Chalupa is just a fried gordita, just so you both know that. <laughs> oh, Joel knows. Oh, Joel knows. It's a slice of heaven. Bite your tongue. It's very good. <laughs> You can find more episodes of Voices, the Chad and Cheese podcast series devoted to stories and opinions of industry leaders by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts or just visit chadcheese.com. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.